Howdy friend, welcome to Homegrown. I'm your host R.P. Smith. The race is on. We've been chasing our tails here on the ranch trying to get prepared for me to be gone a good share of this coming week. The calves have been preconditioned and the cows are out on real grass for the first time since mid-July. My hurry up efforts have not been enhanced by having my arm in a sling, the result of a miscommunication with the young horse. I don't want to call it an accident because I believe she knew exactly what she was doing. My son Zane and I had gone into Broken Bow to do a little rodeo practice. I don't like being afoot and I already had Justice saddled, so I took her along thinking that a change of scenery would do her good. Folks who have kids that play soccer or football should be grateful. It is not often the father of the center is asked if he wants to go onto the field and give a few snaps but it would completely go against the grain if a rodeo dad were offered a chance to chase a couple of steers and turned it down. After all, the young horse could use the experience. I even mentioned that neither the horse nor I knew what we were doing, but the logical statement from Bud, the owner of the steers, made sense. That's how you learn. The first run went better than I expected. My loop at least made contact with the steer, landing behind his head and relocating flies as it drug across his back. And since the loop had not hit my horse like some of my earlier practices had, my mount justice did not seem to mind the experience. Zane and Bud chased a few more and then Bud offered me a chance to go after another one. Since my previous loop had fallen a little short, I was probably pushing Justice a little harder on the second run. I was leaned out ready to throw when Justice switched events on me. We went right from steer roping to saddle broncs. My transition from imitating Paul Turney to Ty Murray was not nearly fast enough. I was getting more credit than I deserved for staying with her for three jumps. We just happened to be going the same direction. And after the, fir after the first jump, I think my lower regions might have felt better if one of us had turned a little sooner. I have always tended to land like I am top heavy. I either need bigger feet or heavier spurs. Of course you don't see a missile change directions in the air and land on its fins, so the rate of propulsion must have something to do with it. Practice was over. Zane and I headed home to unload horses. Since I could not lift my arms, Zane had to get my saddle that weighs almost as much as he does hung on the gate. I got the horses turned loose and went to the house to assess the damage, starting by gingerly slipping off my shirt and asking Beth if anything was obviously out of place. Beth picked up the phone and called the emergency room. It sure could have been a lot worse. The bone doctor in Kearney told me that if I were to tear something up in that region, a separated collarbone was as good as I could do, and when I started to feel better I could quit wearing the sling and body wrap. I felt better almost immediately, but the sling and wrap were sure great conversation starters. I may have to wear them in public a little longer just because we live in a part of the world with a lot of back slappers and shoulder patters, and those regions are still a little tender. I want to mention that there has been some big improvement with my dad. The last surgery did help and he is getting better at communicating. If you get a chance to stop by the mother hole home in Kearney, that would be great. He won't talk your leg off, but he likes to see folks. With my recent travels, injuries, and grazing practices, and all the kids in school, 
Beth and I have been getting more opportunity to work together. In other words, she is doing the thinking and the legwork. I thought I'd share a poem that was one of my very earliest poetic efforts. I call this one, Morning Person. My wife's just not a morning person. She prefers to sleep kind of late, but she'll work on her chores till midnight, and if the kids sleep in, that's just great. After nine o'clock, I'm indifferent, but I do like to rise with the sun. Then I'll plan my day over cereal from a box, and I'll hit the road on the run. The other morning, while chewing my checks and planning what needed done soon, I thought if I could catch a ride to the back of the ranch, I'd have those bulls sorted by noon. So I stuck my head in the bedroom. Beth mistakenly opened an eye. I said, Honey, since you're awake, can the trailer we take to the backside? Let's give it a try. Jimmy was saddled and loaded. My plan was starting to swing. Beth stumbled to the truck. I was really in luck. I was nearly ready to sing because we got to the backside by sunup. Now that's a good early start. I pulled in the drive, turned that rig around. It's company and mine soon to part. Out I hopped and went for the tailgate. Beth scooted over and took my place, and then the click of a gear rang clear in my ear, and panic came over my face. Folks that drive in their sleep aren't deep thinkers, and they're sure not the kind you can trust. For away she did go with my horse still in tow, and I'm five miles from home, eating dust. Thanks for riding along on Homegrown this morning. I hope some of you can come over to the Red Cloud Opera House at 7 o'clock on Tuesday for the Wandering Word Wrangler Tour, where Bill May and I will be putting on a presentation sponsored by the Red Cloud Opera House and the Nebraska Humanities Council. Have a great week. Happy trails.